Thank you for joining the Self-Care Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Joshua Brown. Today, we're going to continue our series on men and women, and we've brought in a group of women to discuss what it means to be a woman today. So thanks for joining us. Let's get to it. for joining us in this this discussion. Uh, We're continuing our series. What we've done in the past is we've asked a group of men what it means to be a man and the different influences in their lives. Then we invited a group of women in to ask them the same question. What is manhood in today's society and how they've seen it evolve and change? Now we're switching gears a little bit and we're asking the women, what's it mean to be a woman in today's society? Now, in full disclosure, we've already had the recording for the men of what it means to be a woman in today's society. So we're going to bring some of that into the conversation today so you can see just how silly some men are, right? Um, So I'm sitting across the table from four wonderful women, and I am intimidated as hell. So we're going to go ahead and have this discussion and see where we end up. So ladies, if you don't mind, let's go ahead and go around and just give us a quick uh, idea of who you are and uh, what you bring to the table today. Hi, I'm Leslie. I'm 34 and I live here in Omaha and um, I've worked in the mental health and behavioral health field for some time now and I'm a mother. I really enjoy that very much. I have a five-year-old son and I'm also in a relationship um, as well of the who I with who a man who I adore very very much and um, along with his kiddos as well awesome thanks so much for joining us today my name is Addison I'm 16 a sophomore in high school and my full-time job is dancing and knows everything about the world and how it works right yeah basically okay cool <laughs> glad to have you with us Addison thank you Hi, I'm Melissa, I'm 36. I own my own business doing sales consulting and leadership coaching. Have two little girls at home, four and 18 months. Married to my college sweetheart and um, his job brought us out here to Omaha. So in the area here and um, yeah, I think that's it. Do you curse him every day for bringing you out here? love Omaha. Okay. Where did you come from? The East Coast. Okay. Yeah. We were just outside of Washington, D.C. And when we moved here, it was like, start the clock. We're here for five years. We're moving back in, you know, five years. And now we've been here for about three and love it. And hopefully my family's not listening to this podcast because I don't know if we're going to move back to the East Coast. Well, clearly they have to listen to it because you're going to be famous They have to, but I don't want them to find out this way that we aren't probably going to move back. Well, this is a pretty safe way to drop that bombshell, isn't it? It might be. I think I'd prefer to tell them face to face. Fair enough. So well, we can, I'm going to have to call them out. on my way home. <laughs> I'll just call them, you know, on my way. Fair enough. And Katie. I'm Katie. I've, I've been on this podcast before, so some of you might have heard my voice. I'm a stay at home mom of four kids, ranging in age from 10 to 1. And what else? I work part time. And does a very, very fine job of that. I'm such a good employee. <laughs> I'm going to start getting letters saying, give Katie a raise. 
You haven't been getting them already? <laughs> well, just from your family, Come but on, that doesn't step count. Step up, people. <laughs> my, your, your husband just keeps writing me and putting things on my car and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ladies, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. Um, the whole idea today is to just uh, bring just an authentic, genuine perspective of womanhood and how you've seen it changed, uh, the influence that you've had in your life, and the impact that you make in your life. Um, and so having a, a range of... Uh, of, of uh, participants today is really the idea of just those different stories and those different lessons that you've learned. And so as we jump in, I love to ask this question uh, is, I want to ask this question of behind every great man, dot, dot, dot. What do you say to that? As an amazing woman, of course. And what do you think of that? I don't think that I'd necessarily agree with that. Um, I think I, what immediately came to mind when you said behind every great man, my immediate thought was a lot of self-discipline and self-motivation. Mm -hmm. And I am a big believer that you motivate yourself. It doesn't take somebody else to push you or to do things. Don't you, you do business coaching? Is that what you say? I do do business coaching. <laughs> and so a lot of it comes from within, right? I think that's a lot of my background is mm -hmm. that you have – the power within you to change your life. It's not circumstances that happen to you or situations that happen to you or somebody who's behind you pushing you. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree. Yes, and. <laughs> it's interesting because <laughs> when I, when I asked the men that question, that's how we opened up the session with the men. Um, overwhelmingly, they all said yes. Really? That that's one of the things that they, they need is that encouragement and that support of somebody pushing them. Uh, we even got in the conversation about the story of Adam and Eve of, you know, being in the garden and uh, God giving Adam a helper uh, because man by himself was not was not able to accomplish that mission uh, well enough. Um, and so uh, it's interesting to kind of hear the different perspectives of how men and women are looking at this. And of course, uh, we should put the disclaimer. This is just the participants today. It's just their perspectives. Um, we have a lot of different influences, and to be able to bring the variety together, I think, is really just a blessing to us. So, Katie, would you add anything to that? I would just say that if you are a woman and just know, like, you're having a huge effect on your partner, like, you can be motivating them to greatness, like, you can assist them in that, but if you aren't being supportive, like, that can have a really negative effect on outcomes in your significant other's life too. Very nice. Very nicely said. Now, I recently asked a group of women on our TikTok Live, um, what is a woman? And so let's throw the question to each of you. What is a woman to you? What does that even mean? I think um, a woman, just in my opinion, is, you know, someone who is encouraging, someone who's nurturing, um, someone who is a big cheerleader, I think, too, not saying, you know, happens to have the skirt and all that kind of stuff, you know, going back to school days, but really someone who is there to help support their partner. Um, you know, I think it women's roles have obviously changed, too, over time, but I think when you're a woman, it's almost like I don't know. You you are your partner, your your significant other, your spouse, whoever. You're you're their teammate too. You're that person who's there for them um, through the good and the bad. Very well said. Yeah. Well, so I guess it, it kind of begs the question. We'll kind of uh, sidetrack for a quick second. Um, 
this is where I ruffle tail feathers a little bit. Should your partner be your best friend? Yes, Josh, they should. <laughs> We've thrown down about this so many times. Yes. I'm I still trying to influence. I'm trying to influence the world by this. Yes. You disagree? I absolutely disagree. Really? Yeah. I, I'm so I, interested to that perspective. Yeah, I, I really believe that a best friend is somebody you go to and talk about your spouse to and confide in them. Uh, and they remind you, hey, you're, they married you. You got to be patient here. But a best friend is somebody that you go through some experiences with. But over time, as you evolve and you transition throughout your life, um, you might go days, weeks, months, maybe even years not seeing each other. But then you get back together and it's like you never missed a beat. Mm -hmm. But your spouse is somebody that is chosen for you. It's somebody that is is uh, designed for you. Um, and that's the person that you do the intimacies of life with every single day. And so when we diminish our partners and say that they're our best friend, no, there's something so much greater than a best friend. And I think that's how God calls us to be. And so uh, one of the stories I use is, uh, you know, when we when we stand there at the altar and we say, do you so-and-so take this person to be your, your lovely wedded spouse, whatever, uh, we say, I do. But... Ecclesiastes reminds us, no, it should be, we will. And when we focus on the we aspect of it, you don't have that with a best friend. You have something so much greater with a partner. And so Katie keeps arguing with me, but it's okay to be wrong. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was pretty, that was but um, I just pretty influential. Katie's heard it enough times. She I've just likes it, to be a cantankerous. I could sit here and poke holes in that all day, but I won't. Let's move forward. <laughs> you engineer. Jeez. Okay, so uh, let's keep going with the idea of what is a woman. Addison, what would you say as a, as a younger woman? I don't know. I really, obviously I have not been married because I'm 16, but so like when I view a woman, I don't always see like someone as a spouse or what your role is in that part of society. I just see like my mom, obviously my grandparents, my stepmom, like, I don't know. And they're just like, that's how I would define a woman is like them being strong, independent, even with my dad or my stepdad, like my mom and my stepmom can both like really do things by themselves because I think that's like really evolved with time. It used to be like women are below men and that's all. And I don't know. Yeah. Oh, really well said. Yeah. I would add to that, like apart from like the parameters of like adult human female, like it's really open, like, what is a woman to you beyond that? Like we, I mean, today's society, you can do so many things. Like being a woman can look so many different ways. So, is that a good thing? I think yeah. so. nobody's throwing We're, daggers yeah. at me yet. So totally. I'm just asking the question. I think that's <laughs> no judgment. Great. You can be yourself. You don't have mm -hmm. to fit the mold of a stereotype and think you have to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't have to talk a certain way. You don't have to dress a certain way. Be a certain way. Act a certain way. I feel like so much over time. That's what women we felt, you know, that we had to yeah, be a certain way. I think now society has kind of helped um, open our eyes to where, yeah, we can just be us and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. And do you believe uh, as uh, the idea of feminism, and I think a lot of people have a misconception of what feminism actually is. A lot of people would say it's women's rights. Um, and the reality is that's not what feminism is. True feminism, it's, I don't know why I'm struggling by saying the word, True feminism is equal rights politically, emotionally, uh, uh, educationally, uh, vocationally, everything for people. It's for all people. It's not just women. And so we have these kind of misconceptions in society. But do you believe that women have, uh, rightfully so, 
uh, adopted these kind of uh, higher class roles. That's not the right words there. Um, have have adopted some of these different roles and abilities and and uh, positions uh, because they've been more aggressive and assertive in it, or that men have stepped away. Or what do you think has influenced that the most? I think women have absolutely been more assertive, perhaps is the term, but I don't know if I see men so much stepping away. I, I like the change of men sharing in a lot of the household responsibilities that I think I've seen in the past, gosh, I don't I don't know how long, but I we had a conversation, my friends and I, over the holidays of how it's cool to be a dad now and to be a really involved parent. It's always been cool to be a dad. It's always been cool to be a dad, but I think it's, it's something with this more maybe recent generation of, like I said, I'm 36 and all of my friends who have kids, they're, the dads are really involved and they're also cooking dinner and they're really involved in the traditional roles of maybe a household are not as clear anymore because also women are working and these are dual household incomes. And um, so, yeah, I think that women are definitely moving up in, in corporate worlds in all different things and the limitations of home don't hold them back as much because they're sharing in the responsibilities with their partner. Yeah. So. I think that's really well said. Um, it's interesting though, because there's uh, a concept uh, uh, called the feminization of the workforce. And what it shows is statistically, the more women join a workforce or a certain career field, the more the pay structure goes down or the, the, the salaries go down and the more men leave that field. Well, my question to that would be, why is the pay going down yeah. with women joining it? I, agree. I mean, that's just a very clear indication that women are not being paid what they should be, which is statistically and or maybe statistically isn't the word, but proven. It's yeah. a fact that women make it's between, 80 cents on the dollar. Yeah, about, about 70, the last I read was about 76 to 84%. Is that an issue of supply and demand though? Like any field that- It becomes oversaturated. Becomes, there's a lot more people working and then the demand goes down and then the price comes down. So that could have something to do with it. Yeah, and I think that's a really great point. And I think that is absolutely one of the things that uh, we can look at in the research and see that absolutely is true. And uh, of course, the influence of managed care and the influence of some of the different restrictions that are put on things. Um, the other thing I would offer is the uh, academic attainment rates of women. As that goes up, uh, we see that as well. Uh, women are way more educated than they've ever been in history. Um, what do you think that does to their roles in the home? As women become more educated in some, in many homes where women are the primary bread, bread earners, bread makers, bread earners, right? <laughs> not, not bread makers. I'm not trying to be misogynistic here. I mean, I think that shows ambition, right? That I am proud that I have a college degree. If I had something higher, then I'd be proud of that too, because I have two little girls who are looking to me. I, I am the breadwinner of our home. And so I'm, I don't think that that has impacted my household responsibilities. If anything, I think that it's exactly the model that I want to set for my girls, that they can do, be anything. There are no traditional roles at all. Um, yeah, and they can they can be anything that they want to be, as cliche as that sounds. I mean, it really, I feel like a lot of this just, I don't know, brings a lot of different perspective, though. I mean, the different points you've made, Alyssa, I'm like, yes, I love it. Yeah, so and I'm cheering like you on. Contri <laughs> I'm comparing that to like my role as a stay-at-home mom and thinking about how um, 
since I am home, like I take more of the household responsibilities, but I so appreciate like having a husband that when he gets home from work, if I'm like trying to cook dinner and there's a one-year-old like all around my feet, he'll come in, take the one-year-old, change a diaper. Like he doesn't bat an eye to, to help me out when he comes home and sees that I'm struggling. And I think that's really important, even as like a mom that is outside in the workforce during the day, like to have to come home from work and then have all the mental load of running the household on top of that, like that can be really difficult. So I, I think it's important to keep the line of communication open with the other, with your partner about what you need from them and just, yeah, because that's hard. Mental load is a, is a big thing for women. You know, you, Katie, you bring a really great point up there. Um, and you made the statement that when I'm struggling and how many times that when a woman is struggling, um, it's this amazing thing when the, when a partner kind of steps in to help out. And what about the times when you're not struggling? Do husbands and do partners, do they step up and still offer to help out? Because I think men tend to have that mentality. And I think there it's, there, it's kind of, there, it's there, it's an indoctrination in so many ways that when there's a problem, you fix it. But what about when there's not a problem? Do you actually seek that balance and that support and that encouragement? Now, you're married to like a super husband and a super father and just a great guy. And so that works out well for you. But I wonder about what about the rest of society? Yeah. How do how do you uh, convey that uh, appreciation, that support, that uh, desire to have that connection or uh, that value from your partner in a way that doesn't emasculate them? What do you what do you mean by like how would you be emasculating uh, for men for spouse? for for several men when um, when they are and this came up earlier in the conversation or the conversation with the men um, when a spouse or partner says hey I need you to do this um, what they'll take that as is uh, oh well she's calling me out because I'm failing somehow as opposed to appreciating what they did just for the fact of uh, just for the fact that they did it. And so men not being in tune enough to be able to say, hey, um, you know, I, I really appreciate you've been here all day. You've been working really hard. Uh, I'm just going to take care of this just as a way to show you love and just to honor you. Um, and it's really the idea of you're doing employment, but it's uh, as a stay-at-home mom, it's, it's kind of unpaid or stay-at-home parent. It's kind of unpaid employment. And I think that's a transition that we've started to see more and more. And so are you feeling the appreciation and the value from your partner, but is your partner in tune enough that they are noticing when they can be of value to you and a blessing to you without just waiting for you to be struggling? Well, I think, I mean, in my position, I'm still considered a single mom. I'm not married yet. Yes, I'm in a relationship. And, you know, there's a lot of those times when, you know, when my son's with me, um, I don't necessarily have my partner in the house with me because we live in separate households. So that's been a big transition for me of, like you were talking about the, um, the masculinity aspect of it. Like, I mean, I can remember in my previous marriage, yeah, there would be times where um, I think I wanted more of that, like, hey, I can see that you're struggling. Hey, I know that you're you know, you've been doing a lot, you know, you just got home and, you know, our son just really wants you, needs you, like, here, how about I take care of this? I think I needed more of that. So now I appreciate that in my current relationship of, I feel like we do a pretty darn good job of that, of checking in with each other when we're not already like our heads are about to explode, 
you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we check in with each other before it gets to that breaking point, I guess. And I appreciate that very, very much. You tell me you were wrong, but your words fall short on the ground. And I don't know, I don't know, but part of me says it's a fake apology. Your love sick all along was a masquerade of every song you sang to me with those eyes. But now